our first episode of our podcast, What Am I Watching with Yaz and Mari. So just to start off, I'm so excited that we're starting a podcast. Yes, you are excited. I'm excited too. Um, this is cool. I like it. So this is going to be a movie and we might have some TV shows. I don't have decided yet if we're going to have some TV shows, but maybe hopefully we can have some TV shows too. Um, so we conclude in our podcast, but so far it's just like our sister project right now. Yeah. So we can bond together. And Bonding. probably no one's listening to this. <laughs> Bonding. Well, you know, I think we're really different. You're way more optimistic, Madi, and I'm a bit more pessimistic. So it's really cool that we have like probably different outlooks on these movies. Um. When we review them. I also think just, like, movies in general are something we bond on, right? Yeah, I love watching movies. Okay, so today's movie... Review. Review. It's going to be on the new movie, Cinderella, that came out in 2021. Just came out on the 3rd of September, featuring Camila Cabello. (laughs) Camila Cabello. So... Camilla so we saw Camilla. this movie like a week ago when it first came out. We saw it on the third. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we have the Queens. We have uh, Adina Menzel, Billy Porter. Um, should I say James Corden? I mean, I wouldn't say that's a. Um, Mindy Driver name. is in this movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maddie. I don't know how to say it. Maddie Baio? Yeah, so she was in Hairspray. Um, she was amazing. She was in this movie. Um, I really love... John Mulaney was in this movie? I, we're looking at the cast, and John was the I think he was one of the rats. <laughs> I don't know. I love how you just call them rats. Like, yeah, one know. of the rats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, obviously, we already saw this movie. This is not a reaction. Um, this is more of just a review, because we did see the movie. Okay. And, um... First of all, what was your first impression of this movie? Um, okay, so before we watched the movie, I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> um, Maddie's the one that dragged me. She was like, we need to tr- at least try it. And I was like, I already know how it's going to go down. So I was like, I feel like I'm not going to like it. And so, I don't know, I just decided maybe we should watch it then. Just, so, I don't want to judge. So, um, so this movie, yeah. I had not seen a preview for this movie. I had no idea what this movie was. All I saw was musical Cinderella. So I thought it was actually going to be based off the Broadway musical Cinderella, and it's not that. Yeah, I heard movie musical, and I said, okay, um, here comes number six Cinderella movie, um, but maybe it's good this time. I don't know. But um, but since uh, since it's been out for about a week now, um, we can talk about. <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know. So so far on Rotten Tomatoes, it had a forty two audience, I mean forty two critic review, right? And then mm-hmm. it had sixty seven percent for audience review, and then on IMDb it has four point two out of ten. So pretty much. Overall, the review's been mediocre. <laughs> I would consider that to be mediocre. Not bad, not good, right? Okay, yeah, pretty, I guess. Like, the movie has been had pretty mediocre reviews. Um, the movie was written and directed by Kay Candon. I never heard of this director before. But also, um, wasn't James Corden also? I don't know. I think he was involved in this, too. Yeah, he was somehow involved. Okay, so the director of this movie also wrote and produced Pitch Perfect. Oh, dear. <laughs> what makes you think about that? You're like, oh, I dear. Mean, You're I like, don't know what she was thinking with this movie. I don't hate Pitch Perfect. Oh, my gosh. Can I speak? Pitch Perfect. It wasn't too bad. But... It seems this that, was... so her other credits are 30 Rock. I don't know if you've ever seen that. That's a little old for you. Um, also, New Girl and the short-lived Netflix comma series Girl Boss, which I did see Girl Boss, and it wasn't that it was short-lived. It was just meant to be a limited series. 
Which was pretty good, but I don't think any of those were musicals except for Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Well, okay. I'd like to start off. What would you rate this movie out of, like, ten? I would say... Here's the thing. We didn't... We watched the whole movie. We didn't even stop the movie, and, and that has to do with the fact that I... I will watch a whole movie. I will never stop a movie. I don't know why we did stop that movie. I would give it about a three. It was pretty bad. <laughs> that movie okay, was so pretty three bad. out of ten. I didn't enjoy it. We'll go into more reasons on why we didn't enjoy it. But um, did you enjoy it? Um, I think you gave a better score than I would. Um, I would say maybe one point five, two out of ten. I'll give it a one because. Billy Porter and Idina Menzel were in it. So that was basically it. But then I think everything else, just... Nope. So, if no one is aware of what this movie is, it's essentially a jukebox musical. So it wasn't that it was a musical with original music, like La La Land or um, The Greatest Showman, but it was more like... um, Jukebox musical includes Pitch Perfect. (laughs) Rock of Ages is a jukebox musical. I mean, but Pitch Perfect's not a musical. <laughs> I would say, yeah. No, yeah. Rock of Ages, what was it? Jersey Boys is also a jukebox musical. They're like the Romeo and Juliet one on West End. Um, but I don't know. I don't hate jukebox musicals. They're not my cup of tea. Mamma Mia is a jukebox musical, but that's uh, different because Mamma Mia was written for the music. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I didn't know <laughs> it was a jukebox musical until, like, we got to, like, the second or third song. I think- and I was, like, so confused. I was like, I know this song. Why are they, you know, I thought this is original music. Um, <laughs> I think when they started singing Someone to Love, you're like, oh, this is a jukebox musical. And you're like... I think for me... The plot was okay. It was a little messy, but the music is where I wanted, I disliked so much. Like, when they started singing Am I Wrong, I was just shattered. Like, these are good songs. Like, jukebox musicals are good, but I don't like it when they ruin a song, you know? Yeah. So, for, so they did write some original music for this movie, which was... Um, Million to One, which was the original music, and Dream Girl. Okay. No, it was, or was Dream Girl not a music original? Okay. So, yeah, they did. I'm gonna say Million to One, that leading song, that's the one that she's, like, singing about her life, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. one where she talks about how she wants to... Her dream, right? That she talks about how she's essentially million okay. to one. And it was written by Camille Cabello. Okay. So this song was actually... I think the lyrics were good. But I really hated the way that she sang it. Like, there's just something about this movie. I don't know what it is. But, like, every single time Camila sings, she just does not match everyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Like, the way she sings, her pop style, and then you have, like, everyone else singing very, like, theater style. It's just so weird to me. Yeah, I think there was, because there's a lot of musical talent in terms of people from Broadway, people from West End, and so then it becomes, okay, everyone else has a musical approach to each song versus she has a pop approach to each song i mean i feel like there were some times where adina tried to sound a little bit more poppy a little bit more modern but even then she couldn't get rid of that like you know that musical vibe she has you know what i'm saying like yeah what was that song there was a song the best song out of the whole musical that I thought was one that Idris Misselle sung was um, Material Girl. That was the best, like, cover, I thought, of the whole musical. Dream Girl, um, apparently she it's an original song that she wrote. Mm. 
was a song by Janet Jackson, right? Where's that? Yeah, one? that was the opening number, Rhythm Nation mixed with You Wanna. So I've heard so a, a lot of like TikTok and like social media. Everybody hates this approach, this song. Um, basically, basically saying that it was kind of whitewashed. And like it kind of like they made it really basic sounding, which is interesting because like all the other songs are mainly made by white people. But then you got this first one, first one by Janet Jackson, and like they kind of whitewashed it. But then like the whole premise of the movie is that Camila is Hispanic, so she's not like a stereotypical like Cinderella, like the white girl, but she's like a person of color. But and then you have like the fairy godmother who's Billy Porter, is also a person of color. You know, it's supposed to be like more diverse. It yeah, it seems like but the then cast like the music doesn't right? reflect that. Yeah, that oh, the cast was supposed to be colorblind. Sort of. I will say, my favorite part of this movie was like the random like interludes where like there was just like a band oh. and the guy singing. Like I yeah, don't know how to explain so there it. was kind of like a narrator that was of kind of set up as a town crier. It really did in that aspect felt like. Something that would have been on stage in which you would have had a narrator, right? Yeah, but like the um, guy who was singing the rapper that, who can we that. do we know who's singing that? He was so good. So the part of the like the townspeople, town right? The townspeople was Doc Brown. Okay, that's who played the, Doc Brown. Yeah, so it was a rapper, an English rapper. Doc Brown. Okay, he was great. I feel like he entirely carried this movie on his back it was like that was those were the best parts for me i think those were originally written because it wasn't yeah like, anything that in terms of like it wasn't a, from like any sort of musical act exactly everything else was um so what did you think of the movie's storyline though but for stepping back a little bit from the music what did I you mean, think of the actual plot of the movie it was interesting i think how they like they made it that, like, she's very independent. Because, like, this is the first time I've seen Cinderella in a way like that. Where it's, like, she wants her own path or whatever. You know, like, she wants to do the dresses and stuff. Um, so I see where they were going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see the whole thing. She's like, I don't need a man, you know? I, I need to do my dream and stuff like that. I vibe with that. But I just think sometimes it really, like, lacked. It didn't really feel right, you know? I think my issue with that is that the only feminist quality it seemed to have to it was literally she wanted a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which um, is interesting, but at the same time, it's not what... P people who are watching this movie don't have to contemplate with having a job as a woman. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> it's a whole, like... Oh, you know, she's a strong, independent woman, you know? So, like, I get it. I, I think that was good, but then, like, nobody wants to watch this movie because the music is so bad, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like... Do you feel like... It's kind of there plot-wise, but then also the way that they, like... How do you explain? The way it was projected... Like, it was made. Like, the timing of everything. It just felt so off. Like, in the beginning, you have her, like... It's like... So, you you find the setup, right? We know the background in the beginning. So, you see the relationship with her, her stepmom, and her stepsisters, right? Oh, so we put a spoiler alert? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they are... Uh, Oh, we can write that in the description. I mean, come on, we're writing a review. So about where this should we? So I guess I guess at this point, this is where we're gonna go in more into the spoilers as we go into more of the plot and what the movie, the rest of the movie actually is. So at this point, I mean, I've already said a lot of stuff. <laughs> the movie is this is yeah. If you want, if you don't want come to come on, okay, the wait. Movie. You know what? 
It's nothing new, guys. It's the Cinderella plot. <laughs> Except with, like, she's a designer. She designs dress, which I actually like. alert for the no, Cinderella movie. I actually thought it was pretty cool because, like, in the original movies, that that is the whole thing. Like, if she was to have any job, that makes sense that she would be a dress designer. Because she because, makes her own dress. Yeah, because she makes her own dress. Um, but, like, I don't know. It was it was fine. It was just mediocre, you know? Yeah. But also in terms of, like, I had many issues with many portions of this film in terms of, like, the costume design. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. And like, I don't understand parts of the costume. And we'll go into that. Um, but the plot-wise, I do like how there was this kind of, the stepmom, if you... The stepmom was not seen as a bad person towards the end in which she was like, hey, I'm sorry. It seemed like the stepmom was just more of a realist. Like, I get time. it. So I, I like that. But it isn't wasn't like, the point that she's evil? Yeah, she wasn't as evil as, like, Like, the I was seeing Cinderella. stuff about that, too. Is like, how she does Medina be feeling, feeling like a good guy all of a sudden? Like, even though she did a bunch of, like, really mean things in the beginning... She seemed like a hard disciplinary mother throughout the whole movie, I think. Because in terms of, like, hey, this is unrealistic and you need to find a man. Just seems like for in a world where women can't work and women are expected to be housewives, your mother would essentially expect that from you, right? Like, I get it. So I don't think I the get mom, where they're the, evil. what they're trying to do. Yeah, I don't think she was as evil as, like... But, like, in the original movies, she doesn't do it for that reason. She's just evil. Uh, yeah, so there's definitely, so you definitely feel So they, they try the to family. add something else. And the sisters did I guess it works. I feel like the sisters weren't that bad, but also the sisters didn't like, get a whole lot of screen time. No, you know <gasps> what? Actually, I do have a problem with the plot. Everything was okay up until the end. Because this whole thing, like, with the shoe, okay? So why would they make her leave the shoe if he doesn't even go around and put the shoe on people? You know? I was like, they just kind of, like, skipped everything and then found her. I'm like, well, then what's the point of the shoe? Yeah, so... For the and he knows what she looks like because <laughs> he met her before, which doesn't make sense because in the original movies, he meets her at the ball. But in this one, when he sees her, he Im he immediately recognizes her. So it's not okay, like he needs yeah. to find out who so she is. We'll get into that. Should we just? Okay, we're a little all over the place. First of all, so maybe we should just start from like the beginning. But that's what I didn't like about the plot. Okay, we'll go start from. Let's start Hated from that. like. Okay, let's start from the beginning so that we're not getting too. Um, we're already like eighteen minutes in, but um. Just to explain what we thought of the whole movie and its exact plot. So, in the beginning of the movie, you have Cinderella, who's supposed to be this, like, young, ambitious person played by Camila Cabello, who wants to open a dress shop, right? In her patriarchal society. Um, and then her... So, she wants to go out there and she wants to expose her dresses to the wealthy people of her town. We don't know the name of her village or town because that's never established <laughs> was it established in the original movies i don't know if it's like um who cares <laughs> i think that it, it's the it's the thing that shrek makes fun of right where they call their huh? place you've ever watched shrek they kind of make fun of how fairy tales never establish where their actual location is yeah <laughs> far far away <laughs> but um in turn and then, so, she wants to go to this town meeting? What'd you say? It's like a town meeting? Where the king's gonna t make an announcement, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I got water or something, because I missed that entire scene. Like, I don't understand. I came back, and she was on a fucking statue. Sorry, I cursed. But she was sitting on a... I was like, what so happened? the whole point of that... What did I miss? Was that she was, I guess they were gonna, the king was supposed to make an announcement, they were supposed to all go to the, like, town center to make this announcement, and she can't see, so she decides to climb a statue of a king, which also, 
makes no sense. Like, who goes to a thing and is like, oh, I can't see. I'm going to climb on this statue no, but can in we talk front about of the king trying of- to make her quirky uh, and different. Like, so, I get it, but... Yeah, so she makes a joke, she's right? She's not like other she's girls. sitting on she the lap. statues. On the statue. And there's definitely a sense of, like, I'm not like other girls, yeah. And then that's when she catches the eye of the prince. Because she's different. <laughs> Everyone else is basic. Yeah, everyone else. So you also get, like, in the movie, you also get the point of view of what the prince, before that, that the prince is kind of like a fuckaboy. <laughs> And that he needs to find and get married so that he can take his rightful place as the crown. I really don't like like any of the characters in this movie. (laughs) I don't like the prince. I don't like Cindy. Ella. I don't know how to say. Cindy. Um, I I think I like the stepmom-ish. Who's my favorite character? I don't know. I don't like any of the characters in this movie. Like, they're all annoying Yeah, so she catches the eye of the prince, right? And so then the prince is the one that decides, okay, I'm going to have, I want to have a ball and you have to invite all the common women so that I can marry the, he wants to meet this girl that was at the ball, right? Which is Cinderella or Ella. In the movie, they call her Ella. Her name's Ella, which I'm pretty sure it's established in the original fairy tale that her name's Ella. Her name's not, they call her Cinderella. Her name's Ella. Her name's Cindy. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> no, um, in the original fairy tale, I think it's that um, the stepsisters call her Cinderella because she's covered in cinders because she cleans the fireplace. Okay. Yes. Yes, and her name is Ella. So, um, and so, as the premise goes on, kind of you get the sense that this guy kind of becomes obsessed with her after seeing her, right? It's a little weird. Yeah. It's always like that in movies, though, I guess. Um, yeah. And that, oh, a sense of, like, I'm not like other girls. Um, yeah. He... What did you think of the character? The character was, the character of the prince was played by Nicholas. Galazine? I probably I, I was that. surprised that he could sing. Because I was like, seeing how this movie's going, like, what if he doesn't know how to sing? But he sang pretty well. So he sings so much I will not forgive. this movie. I will not forgive the Queen song. Um, that was despicable. I. So in this movie, um, Nicholas Galazine? Galazine. Um, is played, is plays the prince. It sings someone to love. Am I wrong? When a bunch of characters sing, am I wrong? And what a man f- smashed up with with um, Seven Nation Army, and he sings the ending song. Which oh, he also sings perfect with her. <laughs> oh my god! I can't we'll believe into- they put. But we'll go into Perfect. that later. Let's let's go and follow the plot in terms of like, okay, so they all go to this like little town announcement where it's announced that there would be some sort of ball, right, and that all the common girls are expected to go, and then after the prince sees, um, Saint Ella, he decides that he's gonna go to her town and try to look for her, dressed as a commoner, which um. What is the likelihood that you're just gonna go up in some girl's like town center and find this bitch? <laughs> uh, I don't. Nah, I, this movie took the life out of me. As I continued watching, so I just accepted what I was given. Um, yes, commoner. Nobody recognized him. So somehow she's out in like the beginning. And she's holding up the dress. She's trying to sell her dress. That's the whole premise of why she's even in the courtyard. She's trying to sell her dress. And then he comes up to her. And they kind of had this, like, they try to make it, like, a meet cue. Even though that's not when oh. they met, right? Bunta, and then, bunta. And then what he says, oh, well, why don't you come to the ball and I'll introduce you to, like, famous designers or famous people that you could work for, right? Uh-huh. And then... 
he sells her the dress. The dress that she was trying to sell in the middle of the courtyard. First of all, she goes out there in the middle of the courtyard with this dress. And there's like a comment of a person that makes, that says, did you steal this from your, um, the lady that you work for, right? Yeah. Which, um, granted, makes sense why someone would make that comment. Because <laughs> you're literally uh, just like... out there in the courtyard trying to sell the dress. Like, if, what if a homeless person was trying to sell you a dress? You would assume they stole it. You know, what I don't understand about this movie is that it's, like, everybody's, like, misogynistic, and, like, they hate women, and, like, even the stepmom hates women. It's, like, the old type, old days, right? Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to get at. It's supposed to be set in the old like, days. It's supposed to be set in what the, I don't, when was Cinderella originally set? Like, in the 1600s? Yeah, so they still have misogyny. But then they put colored people in the the movie, and racism doesn't exist. No, I think that that was supposed to be kind of a blind casting, kind of like what they did with Bridgerton, where it's like, you're not supposed to really acknowledge, like, they don't really acknowledge it. But, like, it. I get that, but then misogyny still exists. <laughs> like, you see misogyny, like, the entire point of this movie is to show misogyny. But I would say that like in the this king- world, racism still exists because... All of the African-American characters, except for the one queen. I mean, the, 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 the they're queen. They're queens. Yeah. They're, they're maids. Yeah. And then the crier. But, like, was that the, the point? The or did that yeah. just end up happening with our days aside? You know, with the casting. <laughs> yeah. Because they're the like entire extra- royal family is... They're white. Yeah. White. And then, you know... The step parents and the stepmother and the sisters are white. You know, it's like yeah. I don't know if they did that on purpose. It's just weird. Okay, yeah, but let's um let's go on with the rest of the plot. So she gets excited. She wants to go to the ball, right? She she wants to meet this guy that she met. Well, she wants to sell her dresses and sell her dresses and get hired, right? Yeah. So she agrees to go to the ball, and so her she makes a dress. Uh-huh. Um, and then she tells her stepmom and stepsisters that she's that she wants to go to the ball, and then she has a dress, and she puts on the dress, and of course the stepmother, as Cinderella fashion goes, ruins the dress, right? That because she, she says she doesn't want that, her to go. No, because she says that the guy there was another guy that's gonna be her suitor ready. So she's no reason to go to the ball because she has some a guy that she's gonna marry already. Oh yeah, there, so there's that this, was the reason instead instead of like that they were jealous of her because that's what the reason it was in the beginning in the first movies they're jealous of her, but in this one it's because she has this creepy like there's this creepy side character that wants to marry Ella, um, which was he was very creepy. I mean he was made <laughs> though. To give motive to the stepmother to everything she does to mm-hmm. Ella. So Ella can't go to the ball because she has to marry this guy. Who has money. Yeah, she doesn't need to go to the mall, ball and find, you know, marry the prince. But of course her dress is ruined by um, the stepmom. She cries. Who puts ink on her dress and of course... They all leave to go to the ball, and she cries, Ella cries. So, and then Ella, so the fairy godmother um, is played by Billy Porter, but the fairy godmother comes from a butterfly? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think about that plot line? So, Ella saves a butterfly earlier in the film, and it, he creates a little cocoon, right? And it's about to be, well, a cal- she saves a caterpillar, becomes a cocoon. And of course, becomes a butterfly. But as it hatches, it becomes a butterfly. And she's it makes, crying. It makes it more sense. It's just like appearing from nothing. You know. How you know a actually, butterfly turning into a fairy godmother? I don't know. Actually, sense. I like the scene where he's turning from a butterfly into like himself. It was pretty nice. Like good pretty, CGI. Yeah, know? it was a pretty pretty scene. Um, which was um. And he, and and Billy Porter's character. Then the Billy Porter's godmother song. is referred to as the fabulous godmother. <laughs> okay. You're like interesting. 
you know, but it's funny because in this movie, Billy Porter's literally playing himself. Like, yeah, he's playing himself. Like he looks like he's wearing a red carpet look. Yeah. Like he usually does it on the red like carpet. It looks like something I think he's probably worn. <laughs> yeah, carpet. he's like playing he's himself. Cute, he's in this beautiful like gold yellow, like a gold orange yeah. dress, and I, like, which is gorgeous, with this like neckline that I'm pretty sure he had on some red carpet. I don't know. Similar neckline. Um, But we could be getting that wrong, so don't come at us if you this is the exact same dress you've already met, Proverbs. Um, but... Yeah, so what did you think of that whole scene of the transformation? Because that's like a big Cinderella Disney movie is the transformation, right? Um, Billy Porter, first of all, amazing. He carried it song, on though. his back. You notice that? He didn't get a full song. He got like Bitches. a song snippet, I would say. Yeah, he I sings don't... Shining Star, but he, I don't think he sings the full song. He barely no. sings, but even in that little singing, I think he did great. Now, I'm gonna say, I think I watched the Cinderella, the one that came out a couple years ago, with that giant blue action. dress. I will say that one was, like, way more extravagant. I was very underwhelmed by the transformation. So I was like, damn, that's it. This dress is, though, it's, it's a blue or white? I don't know. It's white. It's white. It's a white dress, but it's a very, like, it looks like a wedding dress. In the posters, the dress looks purple. The dress is white. All her dresses um, look like prom dresses. It looks like, very I don't much understand like, this whole thing where she's like, it's elegant and desperate. So, no, it's like prom dresses. Well, let's explain what she was wearing. She was wearing this, like, sleeveless dress with, like, embroidery and this kind of, like, what is it called when it's like more of a constructed, like, wave to it? We're not just people. <laughs> we don't, Yo, we're not fashion the people. The scene where she looks up and, like, the dress changes, that scene got me cracking up. It was so funny. It looks so weird. I just, like, I can't stop laughing at it. I see it on, like, people making memes about it, and it's just hilarious. It's just, like, so awkward looking. I don't know why, like, some of the direct old direction choices like are just so out there and in terms of like one thing that pissed me off about the dress was that literally the only thing he changed was the dress so nothing else has changed about her look other than the dress she still got the braids so here's the thing she this whole movie she wears the same ugly like messy french braid which is like does not make sense on why it's literally that's what it gave me this like high school prom look because it was literally like she just took like she didn't she just put on a dress. There was no difference to how she looked. And the, the there was the, no the gold. There was no hair like transformation with a tiara. There was nothing other than here's a dress and shoes. Now you're Cinderella. Yeah. You know, like the music sucks, but I do. It is way more realistic, I think, the, compared to the one that came out a couple years ago. Like, the one that came out a couple years ago, I didn't like either that much. Because it was just so boring. Like, I like that there's commentary. Same. I like that there's dialogue. It doesn't just feel so, like, you know? It's like what? I think it's from outside. So there's some weird noises coming from outside. I don't know what it is. Sounds like a dog. Could be children. We don't know. Um, but I just didn't like how the fact of was like, here's a dress, here's shoes, now you're ready for a ball. Which, there was no... First of all, her hair has been the same the entire film. She's been running around in this like, um, kind of like housework attire. But she... Her hair's in a French braid then. Her hair's in a French braid the whole movie. Why not change her hair? You have all of this money built for these costumes and like all this stuff and literally you couldn't pay let have a hairstyle to change your hair one thing i don't know if this is good or bad i don't know the reasoning behind it but i thought they were gonna like pick a pumpkin outside and turn that into the carriage but then they use like a chest a yeah there was like a chest like i feel like a pumpkin is cooler like, I like to see, like, a pumpkin turn into a carriage, but I don't know. 
That was just me. And then, of like, course, you had the three mice who transform into... And, like, where did the horses come from? The horses came from the carriage? I don't know. It was so confusing <laughs> to came me because weren't they, like... Oh, no, they were rats. They were rats. I mean, they were not rats. They were they were cockroaches. They were the cockroaches? cockroaches? They were the cockroaches, yeah. Wait, what about the original movie? In the original movie, the horse is the farm animal she lives on a farm right it's like a goat i think oh yeah it's like so a farm like... animal right they're farm animals because you she has a farm animal i don't know i think that's how it is but um which is fine i mean no no like there is a horse oh there is a horse he's just like old horse an old horse and then he's like steed. glamified he's like right? a white steed yeah so what did you think of the mice characters? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. So the mice uh, don't really communicate with Cinderella. I don't think they do in the original. They don't really communicate with Cinderella. It, that's what it seems like because she doesn't respond when they are mice. Um, yeah. I guess it's realistic, right? But then when they become people, the mice characters they didn't like. They had very... play. They were played by James... Well... Corden. I feel like that's a given james allister and i'm gonna mispronounce this romes romish hold on ragnathan 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 Played romish by... ragnathan so, these what do you think of these three mice characters um you know, it's like, it felt like James Corden's show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it so, was weird. I was like, why is this in a movie? I was really confused on whether this movie was for children. In terms of, like, the mice characters having... Dirty jokes. Dirty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's... They keep... Like, literally, it's... They keep call. They have, like, a front tail joke, which is literally a penis joke. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Okay, I'm gonna say it already. It wasn't funny. None of the jokes they made were funny to me. I couldn't laugh. I feel like they just took up unnecessary screen time. Like, when they were waiting for her. I was just, like, boring. I, I would rather watch Cinderella. Yeah. And so, as we go on, we have this this part of the movie is where you went truly dramatic in terms... So, as Cinderella gets to the movie, gets to the ball, um, we have... Um, she me she meets with... Um, so, as, so when she's introduced into the... So, when she goes to the ball, she seems to... She just kind of walks around the ball and then tries to beat a port... Find this... Find the comment... The guy who... The guy who she met in the town center and then tries to kind of do some social networking what it seems like right mm -hmm. and meets this queen tatiana which was that like a nod to like princess and the frog uh i don't think so i think it's just who who loves her dress and when she said that and wants and just tells her, like, hey, maybe we should meet the next day. Queen Tatiana, I feel like we should have. She she does make a comment, the Queen Tatiana, about how she became queen because she, like, overthrown the king. Did you notice that? <laughs> Did she say she killed him or something? Yeah, she said she killed the king. I was so like, I was like, this is a nod to, like, Princess the Frog. But then, like, I don't remember her killing anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did marry a prince. <laughs> but, okay, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Love it. Feminism this situation like i feel like this entire movie is them being like women are great like pro like let's go women and like i get it but I it's so like stereotypical you know yeah i was like oh i would have rather watched a queen tatiana movie rather that would have been better to be honest <laughs> I'm, I mean, she, I'm like how did her character have a better like better story about her murdering her husband i would watch it Way better than this. But yeah. And then as 
she like meets someone that's obviously gonna help her, and she says Queen Tatiana's like asks tells her how about the next day you meet you show me some of your work and before I leave to on a trip around the world, right? That's essentially what happens. And uh, then we have her figuring out that this common man that she saw in the courtyard is um the prince the, is the prince. Um, in terms of, and then as she's trying to leave, he stops her and they have a beautiful moment where they dance as Cinderella and the Prince Charming and sing Ed Sheeran's Perfect. (laughs) What did you think of that? I wanted to cry. It was really like, wow. They really did. I feel like that was the icing on top for me. I couldn't deal. I just, I was like, what? (laughs) Why would they do this? Um, I don't know. I I mean, I like the song. I like Ed Sheeran Perfect, but I feel like... What do you think of the chemistry between the two characters? Yo, <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Remember me at the end of the movie? I was like, "Damn, Sean Mendes must be shaking in his boots," because here comes another white boy that can sing. <laughs> so you think they had good chemistry, like that? Yeah, that I think they actually did. Actually good. I think, or they're just great actors, or he's a good actor, but I don't. Th- I thought her acting was okay. <laughs> it was mediocre. But it the chemistry didn't seem weird. Like, they didn't seem weird. Especially when they're, like, about to kiss and stuff. It felt pretty real. That's why I was like, damn, Sean Mendes, you better be careful. No, um. So then, of course, in a beautiful fairy tale fashion, he proposes to her after meeting Yeah, does that happen <laughs> in the original? I don't know. Well, so much stuff is different in this movie, huh? She, she gets proposed to after the fitting of the shoe, right? After he sees her. Oh. And then, in beautiful, and then, um, oh, also, too, there was the whole plot line where, um, the dress that he bought from Ella is, is being worn by the princess, his sister, Gwen. Oh. <laughs> And I said in the beginning oh. of this movie, I was like, watch, the sister, he's going to run away with Ella, and the sister's going to become queen and rule. Oh, but you also... And lo and behold. I shouldn't touch this, sorry. Um, but also with the... So there's that. And then there's also the fact that um, the dress that she gives to sell to people that she's probably never going to see again. Oh, yeah. She points out that the brooch on it is of her mother's. Her dead mother's. <laughs> so who in their right mind sells it? Sells a, a dress with an heirloom on it that you're never going to get back. Oh, and then at the end, <laughs> she's like, here, here, I here's love, your here's your brooch back. back. And then I'm it's like, like, you're supposed to act like, what? It actually meant something to her? This girl just gave it away in like five seconds. And all of a sudden, they're acting like, wow. Wow, like this is like something she her. needed to give away to get money. I was like, come on, y'all. Uh, so I thought that was a weird plot line. Um, very bizarre. Even though, like, that's the thing. is like, she didn't have to put a family heirloom on a dress. To sell a dress. Yeah. But hey. And then, of course, you know, in beautiful Cinderella fashion, it strikes midnight, and of course, this ball doesn't work past midnight, and she runs away. I do like the scene where, like, everything starts turning back to normal. And then the shoes and there's like, and, she just and it's realistic in a way that she's like, she, she's still trying to run, and everything's like falling apart. Like, I think they did that well. Um, so the graphics were not a bad part of this movie. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I think it's more music, costume, and plot. What about the James Corden head on the mouse situation? I even, whatever, like, I was like, become a meme on the internet. (laughs) Interesting, (laughs) I was like, that, not surprising. Um, I will say with this movie... 
much happens in so little time. Like, this is like already like the two thirds into the movie. And then, like, after this, there's just so much, and it's very confusing. Like, for me, I was like, because he was like, marry me. And she's like, I can't marry you for some reason. I can't marry you because I can't have a career, and she wants to have a career. But then he was like, oh, I'll let you speak. I don't know. So then what happens is that it, it kind of like. And I was like, very, like, my brain was so done with the movie I just was, like, not following okay. anymore. So, okay, everything turns back to normal. She, of course, has to walk home. Um, and then when she... Then the next day, of course... So, there was this weird plotting with the king and queen where, like, the pr- the queen feels like she's not being listened to. Oh, yeah, queen is played by Mindy Driver. This happened, too. <laughs> I don't know where they found the time to put this in there. In which... But subplot, the king's misogynistic... Doesn't let his wife speak. And then, like, the king realizes that his hu- that his son wants a love marriage, even though that's kind of been what he's been saying the whole time. And that Gwen would be a better ruler than yeah. a prince. And so they decide... So then... I don't... What I don't understand is, in this movie, everything gets resolved without conflict. Like, yeah, there's conflict from the son, but he doesn't go and be like... Don't you realize that you're misogynistic? Don't you do this? It's like the mom does that. You know what I mean? She, like, goes and she's like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. But, like, he doesn't work for it, you know? Yeah. And Everything they- just works out fine. <laughs> and, like, you're like, what? Like, same thing with Cinderella and the mo- and the stepmom. The stepmom just tells her She just realizes story. on her own conveniently after Ella doesn't say anything. Like, I think Ella's just like, oh, you should play piano. Oh, oh, the scene where she just, like, starts playing the piano, and she's like, maybe. I used to have dreams. And then, like, this entire conflict is resolved, like, by itself. I'm just like, nah, bruh. So, yeah, in the, there's this whole scene where the creepy guy who she's supposed to be married kind of picks her up, and then as he's trying to take her to his house. Yeah, no, okay, you skip the part, (laughs) because she goes back home. She is in her room, the stepmom comes, and then she goes, well, yeah, I kind of made the prince fall in love with me. And then I thought, I really thought Adina was going to pull up and be, like, pissed. But instead, <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, no, we could get money now. And I was like, oh, okay. I think that's a more realistic stepmom than Which the original. Which makes sense, actually. <laughs> like, in the original, like, you know, he's try- she's trying to get the other daughters to marry him. But in this one, they just, like, forget that entire plot where, like, the girl, the, the other sisters are trying to be Cinderella, you know? Like, they skip that. I think... And they just go to her being like, well, you can make us money, too. It doesn't matter who he marries out of my... out of you guys, you know? <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess that makes more sense, the original movie. And so, literally, as she... But then she says that, of course, she's not going to marry the prince because... She wants to be independent, and then, essentially, the stepmother drags her to go marry this guy. Yeah. And then, as she's in this carriage going there, she jumps out of the carriage and is trying to run to the town center. And as she's running to the town center, he, on a horse, just so happens to run into her. Oh, yeah. I don't know how. In the middle of a field. Mind you, she has, like, 20 minutes, no, 15 minutes to get to the Hound Square, and where she is, it's like nowhere even close, like the middle of nowhere, some random ass field in the middle of the forest. I think they were literally like, there's this pretty ass field. Like, this is like two like hours run. away from any town, and she gets there in ten minutes. I was like, how is she planning to get there without a horse? Like, it just, anyways. And that, of course, it kind of like, the whole plot of what she doesn't try on the shoot is kind of be like, yeah, because you. You would be an idiot if you couldn't recognize this freaking girl. Kind of like closing up a plot hole of the original Cinderella. I I mean, obviously the original Cinderella made no sense. But yeah, I guess. And then of course Cinderella meets up with Queen Tatiana. Queen Tatiana loves her dresses. And her and Prince Charming, I guess, just go off with Queen Tatiana. And that's like the end of the movie. (laughs) I don't don't even... And the end of the movie... 
her to me. the prince. Of course, because she's like then ends up with a prince. Then they um, go. No, they go to the kingdom again. They're like, yeah, guys, we're in love. Oh yeah, they we're don't gonna get married. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't get married. They weren't even boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, he intro- he. <laughs> The, the sister introduces them, and she's like, Prince, whatever his name was, and then, and then, and his girl, and then she was like, hold on. Oh. And she's like, I'm his lover. And I'll say, what? And like, I don't know. It was like, I was like confused, because I was like, how are they going to make it sound like that? But then like, they made it work, I guess. They're like, yeah, here's the prince and his lover, Ella. And I was like, okay. I don't understand how that makes it better than just calling it her. Give me water. His girlfriend. Someone's his lover. <laughs> how is that It's kind better? of weird. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bizarre. It's like, oh, well, we don't like labels. I'm we like, don't like labels but in also this household. Too, I, don't, I also feel like most people now and most people in the 21st century don't mind being called someone's boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't know. <laughs> another, I was just like, okay, y'all. Like, I feel like this movie's just filled with, like, what? But, like, okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like, was it really needed? No. Yeah, it was that? very, like, they were trying to be progressive, and it was, like, really bizarre in a way. It just came off as really weird. It's like, okay, well, I don't know. why are you introducing, like, the kingdom to his lover? <laughs> And just to be like, bye guys, we're going. Oh yeah, and then they're going on this trip. Oh yeah, and then there's like the finale, right? Where they they're sing, like, everybody's um, singing. Let's get loud. <laughs> One thing, randomly, there's just like Hispanic music at the end, which confused the hell out of me because you got like all this like whitewashed like white people music, and then there's just like, like. It's like, it sounds like reggaeton in the back. And you're like, what? The slap song is called Score Suit. I've never heard of this song. But like, the, the Hispanic music, it only played for a little bit. I don't know what Score Suit is. I don't know. Maybe it was like, a Descendants? <laughs> Why would I look up this thing? It says Descendants. Anyways, maybe it was like, a Kudos to Camila? I don't know. But maybe this was the original song. Who knows? Because when I look up the song, the only thing it refers to is to this movie. It says made by someone named Michael Deanna. So I'm I'm sorry if this is like a very famous movie. Apparently, it was in the song. Good Dinosaur. This movie, huh? Apparently, this the, I'm mean, sorry. This movie, this song was in the Good Dinosaur. So it's apparently a famous. I don't know. Song? Anyways, now that we've done a plot summary, yo, this is longer than I thought it was, because we're, like, already an hour in. We're 53 53 minutes. minutes. Okay, we should probably wrap up soon. So, should people go watch this movie? Mm, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay, and I don't think people should watch this movie. I think you should probably, if you want to watch a Cinderella movie, you should probably watch a better movie, Cinderella version. So, is there, though? Question, which Cinderella movie do you like? I never liked the original Cinderella movies. Like fifty, I think I like the. I like the original. I like the. Wasn't it like the second one, where like the stepsister. Oh, has Anastasia a has a guy ends up with a baker. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I, I feel like I that like one that. was the best one. The second one, and like I heard saw like a uh, a YouTube video went viral of like the prince because he has like a bunch of lines in the movie and he's just like hilarious. <laughs> I think the second Cinderella is really funny. Um, but what do you think about the in terms the of the one a couple years ago? Year? I didn't like either. So, what about but actually, I think this one's better than that one. Like, what about the other Cinderella type retellings there have been throughout the years? Like, like a Cinderella oh, story. Oh, yo, um, another Cinderella story. I think it's called another Cinderella story with Selena Gomez. That one is my favorite. <laughs> Hands down. I love is that, that really movie. Your <laughs> yes. I have watched that movie like 50 times. Like when I was a kid, I used to like um like rewatch it all the time. 
It was I like remember we have a movie on DVD. Then. You <laughs> know what? Never mind then. I was gonna be like, this is the first Cinderella where the Cinderella is Hispanic, but Selena Gomez <laughs> is Hispanic, and then like her best friend is a person of color. Anyways, like, anyways, I really like that movie. I think everything it's about that movie is perfect. Cinderella story, huh? I believe. I believe that movie's called Another Cinderella Story. Yeah, look at. Yo, everything about that movie is great. If okay, you know what? If you're gonna watch a Cinder anything related to Cinderella, like a Cinderella movie, watch that movie. Yeah. So it was. So what is she talking about? It's another Cinderella story written in two thousand. Came out in two thousand eight with Selena Gomez and Drew Seeley. Which Ooh, was also that guy also can, sing. can be considered a musical because there's a lot of original music in that song. Yeah, and it's not cringy. It's not like musical musical, but like at least it's pop in a way that Selena can sing it and he could sing it and like that way. It has better score on I Fun fact. IMDb than Fun this fact, movie. If you didn't know, the guy that plays the prince or whatever, he was the one that helped with the vocals of. Troy from High School Musical. So, you know, like, okay. this, when he sings, Troy, he did a lot of the vocals for him. Yeah. So he can sing. Yeah, Zac Efron never sings. He can he sing. sing um, and then you also have, um, what's oh, name? Um, Jane, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, Jane Lynch is also in this other movie, like, which these is people so are iconic. Good. And oh my just, God. like, the, okay, the intro of this movie where, like, they she's singing with, like, the back <laughs> ad, like, the back me ad. It's literally hilarious. And, like, the, like, everything about this movie. It's so funny. Um, I love, like, the plot where it's, like, on the iPod, the song. <laughs> and it's, like, great. Um, and, like, the dancing scene where she's in, like, that red dress. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't, they could have made it really simple and it still would have been good. But, like, they put her in, like, a prom dress. But, like, her dress... Like they do the Selena hair, Gomez's they do dress. the mask, they do everything. Yo, yeah. Selena Gomez's dress in that movie, like the red one, is iconic. It was glor, it was beautiful, and like the dance was beautiful, and like the chemistry they had, it was like it was like there was lots of spiciness. It wasn't just bland. So apparently, the best Cinderella movie according to this Yas, is, the is another Cinderella movie, which is a direct to DVD. Um, That's ABC my family. favorite. Oh. ABC Family movie. Oh, oh, the scene where she's watching him while he's doing, he's teaching a dance class, and there's like a mirror between them, right? Oh, where that's he can't my favorite see her, scene. But she can see him, and then she's like, I love the mirror. The mirror. Oh my god! Everything about that movie is so good. Like that part is like, oh my god! As a child, I was like, wow, I wanna like, I want that, you know, because it was like. That was Panza. Tell me, tell me something I don't know. An iconic song. That song was also run by Selena Gomez or no? I don't know, but it was for the movie. And then the last song, where how how does it go? Um, PWI. Mm-hmm. I forgot. But it's like that. Yeah. So this movie at was, the concert. I guess supposed to be a sequel to. A Cinderella story, but of course, none of the characters are the same. I would say the ending is not, is a little bit mediocre sometimes. It's still good. It could have been better, but I just think the rest of the movie is just so good. And like, Selena, she really did it. Like, that was, her acting was really good. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, like, she learned how to dance for it, and like, they dance and they sing. It was so good. Anyways. I mean, Jane Lynch is my favorite part of that. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. She's hilarious. The one where like, she like, she's, she's awesome. Anyways. Okay. Go watch another Cinderella story. Just skip this. I wouldn't, if you want to watch this new one, watch it. But. If you want that kind of like. Wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. Did not like it. And so, that will conclude our first ever episode of What Am I Watching? With. With. Yes. Yes, and body. And hopefully, next week, we can come up with a topic. Um, yeah. And maybe be a little bit more organized. <laughs> a little bit more organized. We are trying to figure out the kinks and figure out how but we're going to have this organized. episode. And also... Because this is a brand new podcast and we're not famous, 
No one's going to watch this right now. Yay! <laughs> no one's going to listen to this. Thanks this is just really for fun. So at the end of the day, if we do get people to listen, please feel free to leave a comment, I guess. You can do that? You can do that on Apple Podcast. Oh, okay. I think well, they I leave comments and they like it and that kind of stuff, but you can like it on Spotify. Okay. I'm going to put it on a distributing-like thing. I'm going to... I don't know if you know what Anchor is. I'm going to put it on there, so. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed. So then it goes to, like, Apple Podcasts and all those places. Okay. So cool. hopefully I can get that to work. <laughs> so y'all in the future will know if this works. <laughs> okay. But at one hour, we are now going to end our podcast. Okay? Okay. And should we have, we don't even have a signed off, like, thing. Signing off. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.